Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. I see a few faces there that I'm familiar with, a few that I don't recognise. So I think, you know, if I'm going to speak into your lives, you might want to just know a little bit about me. Um, so I know normally when we talk about ourselves, we, we tell all the good things about how good we are and the great things we've done and our lovely families, which I do have. Um, so what I'll do, I'll, I'll get really open and vulnerable with you for a minute here and I'll tell you three things that I really don't like. All right. So number one, the first thing I don't like is crowds of people. <laughs> for me, a crowd is anything over ten. The second thing that really makes me a little bit uncomfortable is actually public speaking. And... Uh, The third thing that really just messes with my head is actually using microphones. (laughs) So this could well be the shortest sermon some of you have ever seen or heard. And I like it that you laugh. You think I'm joking. (laughs) That is awesome. Uh, I'm quite comfortable here. And it's it's good to see you all there. Now, I haven't actually um, done any public speaking or preaching for quite a long time, so I thought I'd better do a little bit of preparation, organise myself... You know, make sure I'm hearing from God and really have a word for you. So I, I, I did my preparation. I ordered a book to help me. It was called How to Preach for Dummies. <laughs> now, who here is an online buyer? Who, who buys things off the internet? Yep. Now, who has ever received something and found you've been sent the wrong thing? Anybody? That happened to me. You know what they sent me? How to Preach to Dummies. And um, straight away, I'll, I'll keep that for another time. That's definitely not relevant here at Tweed Coast Church, especially if I'm not in the, in the congregation. Um, so, you know, and I also noticed one thing. Is, so this is the first time I've actually um, had the, had the honour to share the Word of God at Tweed Coast Church, but I feel like I'm sort of, this is a bit of a test, because they've only given me like half the stage. Uh, so, hey, no, what's with that? We'll see how I go next time, if there is a next time. All right, everybody feeling comfortable? You feel like you know me now? A little bit? Awesome. How about we just pray? All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this. Lord, I thank you for this time we have now to come around your word. And Lord, we believe and we know that it will not return void, Lord God. We aren't here reading a book just written by man, but we're reading a word of God. And we pray, Father, Lord God, your Holy Spirit will bring it to us. It will bear witness to our spirit. We will give us revelation, Lord God, that will grow us in our faith, Lord God. will draw us towards your purposes and your calling for each and every one of us, Lord God. We thank you for the privilege we have, Lord God, of serving you, Lord God, that we are redeemed, redeemed and saved, Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. It is. It is awesome. It is an awesome life, living, living life with Jesus at the centre. Now, today I'm going to talk a little bit about purpose, and that's a big thing, purpose of life. You know, I think everybody, well, imagine if we didn't have a purpose in anything we did. If I was up here without a purpose today, you know, I would just wander around, do whatever I liked, and if you weren't here for some sort of purpose, you'd probably just get up and leave. But things without purpose, they have no direction, they have no hope, and they have no vision, and we know that people perish without a vision. So, you know, having a purpose is very aligned to that big question that I think everyone at some stage, sometime in their life will ask, you know, what is the meaning of life? 
So as I said, I did a bit of preparation, did a bit of research, and I went on the internet, because that's where you get the truth. Um, and I started looking, meaning of life. Now the first thing, couple of things I came across were actually films. I thought they were documentaries. Uh, the first one was The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Now if any of you are familiar with that, don't call out just yet. Um, but in there, there was a quote. What did it say? The ultimate answer to life, the universe and everything in it is... 42. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not as clever as others, but I couldn't figure that one out. Um, and then the next one that came up was actually called The Meaning of Life by Monty Python. Now, there was absolutely nothing in that, in that movie that I can quote from this pulpit, so we'll just move right on. But, um, you know, it, it is true. People are searching, what is the meaning of life? What's it all about? Why am I here? What's, what's going on? And it can be a real pivotal point in people's lives when they get to that point where they're looking and yearning to find out why do I exist? And I think at the centre of it, having a purpose is the thing that will set you in the direction for your life. Um, you know, looking around, there's plenty of options out there that offer an answer to that question. As I had to look at some, you know, there's religious thought and philosophy. Um, a lot of that, as I looked at it, um, a common theme that seemed to run through a lot of those ideas, philosophies and thoughts was about self. It is within you. It is within you, that inner peace. Look deep inside yourself. Take time to breathe. Um, mindfulness is a big thing at the moment. And in and of itself isn't a bad thing, but if it is all it is, I don't really think that's, just, that's the answer in itself either. You know, but I say a lot of these different ideas said to people, you know, some of them even said that within us all is a God. Us being a God or transitioning into a God through a journey of lives or whatever. Um, and then I thought, for myself, having a look inside, you know, without my Lord and Saviour, without God, you know, I didn't see much God in there within myself. It was quite scary, actually, the thought of it. Being isolated and alone, but you will find that answer, you'll find that peace, it's just within you, just look. So, you know, self-actualisation, whatever you want to call it, you know, a lot of the world's view and the options you have out there are basically you're on your own, have a good look around and you'll sort yourself out. Now, for me, I think God's truth is that there is no ability for his creation to find purpose and fulfilment or understanding of what life and purpose is all about outside or not inclusive of the creator. You know, that is where purpose, hope and life comes from. You'll have to excuse me, I am old school, you'll see here. Um, these days, this is the Bible. It's, I know these days they look quite different. Um, I did have an iPad, but the dog ate it. Um, now, talking about purpose and, and why we're here and what's about now, we can, we can, I've, I've sort of divided that into, into two parts for us to look at today. The universal purpose for every human being who has ever breathed and walked on this earth for God created God created us with purpose. So we go back to in the beginning, in Genesis. You know, in Genesis chapter 1, we look through there and we get a picture of what creation was originally intended to be, what man's relationship and connection to God was meant to be. It was harmonious, it was close relationship, it was filled with purpose. We were given a, a, a task or a purpose by God and part of that was you know, relating to him being made in his image, 
and also to taking care of the earth and the other creation and things that God had made. So every single person was created in the beginning with that purpose. Now we had the fall caused by man's sin, which caused a separation and a change into the outworking of our purpose and how God will move in us and through us for his purposes and for his will. But universally for every human being, it is still a God purpose. So if we have a look in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13... Now, Ecclesiastes, um, they're not certain on who the author was, but if they, if they look through the writings there, he refers to himself as teacher. He was an older, older person coming towards the end of their life, looking back and reflecting on their life and sort of, you know, a lot of studying, a lot of learning, a lot of teaching, um, a lot of effort going into discovering and asking that question, what was life about? What was the meaning of existence? after having been through many, many things and journeys through his life. And you see there, now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. So all mankind, every person who's ever existed, and the fearing of God. Now that's not the fear where, you know, we're afraid and scared. That's the fear where we have that um, loving reverence of God, of his authority, of his person, but that's all in context of his, his never-ending, unconditional love for us. It's having that respect of God and his ways and his purpose. So we were all created for that. That's how we were all made. Um, and also, it says there, keep his commandments. Well, here we're talking Old Testament. Commandments and the law was the way to God. Um, obviously now we've had our relationship through Christ. Christ came and paid the um, price for our sin and that changed through to now the acceptance, belief of Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. So we're saying that we're all created for the purpose of knowing God now through Jesus Christ. Every person. Um, just a note there too, in Ecclesiastics, I was reading a commentary on there and he said, to sum up the teaching there of that person who had been through life and looking at all the different avenues and different things, conclusion was, life not centred on God is purposeless and meaningless. As I said, when I came up here, imagine if we were here today with no purpose, it'd be pretty ordinary. But the sad fact is, if we look around our world, if we look at friends, if we look at family for some of us, we can see sometimes a glimpse of what purposelessness in a person's life can result in. Um, you know, it's, it's not an abundant life. It's not life to the fullest as God has promised us who, who believe in him. It's often brokenness, hurt, pain, and ultimately ending in death and quite often, you know, not in that relationship with God. Um, if we go to uh, Ephesians 1, chapter 11, it says, In him we are also chosen having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. So we say now Christ. Jesus Christ is the centre of God's will from everything in the universe to us in a one-on-one -on -one individual relationship as believers of Christ. So it's quite, you know, quite simple and clear when we go to the word of the creator of what purpose is in our lives, what the meaning of life is for every human being. Um, so let's have a look at you know, how this breaks down for us 
as individuals. All right. So, I said, universally every person who's ever walked and breathed has that purpose to be in relationship and to know God and that will bring about clarity in life. Individually, we have actually been designed, made, put together by the Creator God to fulfil a specific purpose as well. And that is outworked through the way He created us. Now, if we uh, look at uh, Jeremiah 1.5... Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So that was to um, uh, Jeremiah and his God-given purpose, very clearly articulated there, of who he was, what his purpose was, which would lead to fulfilment of God's will and the, the um, I guess, contentment, but... Um, the fulfilment of life for Jeremiah as an individual. You know, so we can be confident um, and know and expect that God has a purpose for each and every one of us as an individual. I guess sometimes if you're, if you're like me, the challenge comes when you have this thing called life that comes and gets in the way. Who here has had an awesome, perfect life from the beginning right up until now? <laughs> Who's had no distractions so you can just focus and always be in that zone where we're just cruising along? No, not me either. Um, so, if we look at another verse in Jeremiah uh, 29 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, interestingly, who can tell me where the Jews, that was written to the nation of Israel, where were they? Does anyone know where they were when that word was given to them? Yeah, they were actually in captivity. They were as far away from the place of God's promise for them as a people as they could be. And I think that's a, a pretty good illustration of it doesn't matter where we are, how we feel or what we think life's doing to us or has done to us, God has a plan and a purpose to give us a future and a hope. So, um, you know, we just got to continue to grow in our faith and our trust in God through the hard times because God has that abundant life of fulfilment planned for each one of us as believers, those who have faith and trust in him. Um, let me have a look. I've got something over here. As I said before, what is this? Milk crate. All right. It's a seat or a stool. Now, if I offered you all the seats in the world, you could choose any seat, you know, a lazy boy, or a lazy person as things are going these days um, and said you could have any seat or stool and they were all there, who would choose this one? I mean seriously, I've seen people go like this with these sometimes. No offence, Sam and the team who are great. Um, you know, if I go to sit down and I go, oh, and won't stay long, they're not, not the most comfortable seat in the world, are they? Somebody almost had a seat. <laughs> um, that's right. So, you know, it's useful. It serves a purpose as a seat, but it's not the best seat. Um, maybe we could use it to put things in. If you had some bigger things, you might be able to put them in there to carry them around or to, um, to hold on to them, to move things around, quite possibly. But how about if I wanted to keep my marbles in there? I'd lose them. <laughs> Don't say it. 
Yeah, already have. But you can see this was designed as a milk crate. So if I took that down to the milkman down the road, he probably might want to take that piece of timber off and that'll fit perfectly the designed number of milk cartons or bottles that was made to carry and it would fulfill that purpose quite well. You know, I think for us, sometimes we can get a little bit lost or we might be a bit unclear about, you know, well, what is my true purpose? Where does it come from? How do I discover it? If we have a look in Romans 12 too, it says, uh, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. The interesting thing there is that's actually about spiritual maturity. It's about growing our faith. And it's not a one-off experience where suddenly, you know, we get the hand of God and everything in our life. We need, you know, it's like everything. We, we grow and we develop. And that's our, part of our responsibility in our lives as Christians is, is seeking that growth and doing what we can to facilitate that. Um, but besides that, there is times when God miraculously and supernaturally imparts things into our lives as well. But um, I say each one of us has a God design individually and it's up to us to take our responsibility for discovering that and pursuing that. Um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 13, you know, says we'll find God when we seek him, when you seek him with all of your heart. So we can run after God. We can seek him out. We can pursue him to continue to grow into that maturity and to grow into the position ourselves in those places where we will be open to the moving of God's spirit and God's word to us to move us towards that purpose and calling that he has for us as an individual. Um, <clears throat> if you look in Ephesians... Oh, we won't have a quick look there. Just see um, Ephesians 14 there, you know... Every single one of us has been given specific gifts and abilities by God. And they are, you know, they're not, again, they're not about self. They're about God and quite often they're about outward expression. They're about others. Because, again, that's what we were created for and we were made for. So, um, see there, in Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, we, we talk about the gifts Christ gave to the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Uh, Romans 12, 6 and 8. We all have different gifts, prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging, contributing to the needs of others, leadership, showing mercy. So, you know, I, feel, I believe, and I can say this for my life, um, when I discovered and started to understand and grow what those individual gifts were that were placed in my life, I certainly found my place in, you know, sometimes we refer to it as a calling, um, for God's purpose for my life. And I, I, you know, I haven't got all day, so I'm not going to go into it now, but I, I, I can tell you, undoubtedly, it changed my life. You know, someone came to me one day when I got on board, you know, I had a bit of a time of just sort of tinkering around with God and, and my faith and whatnot. But when I made that commitment and when I really sought God, I was fortunate. I had two experiences in my life where it was almost like hearing the audible voice of God speaking into me. One was bringing me back to Him, and the second one was about what is my purpose. And um, someone came up to me who'd known me for years in the church environment and said, man, it's just like a light has been switched on in you. You know, so if we seek God, we understand and know and we're looking for, well, what is it that God has placed in me? And um, now at our church here, at Tweed Coast Church here, we've got the, um, 
the uh, pathways. And um, it is awesome, and I encourage anyone who hasn't been a part of that yet, you know, I've been through that, and again, it's always good just to reinforce and remind ourselves um, of how God created us and what he's put within each one of us. You know, I'd encourage you in this new year, you know, to start thinking a little bit more if you haven't, or if you just want to, you know, just reinforce those things, to take some time to just go through that Pathways course with um, Pastor John and Pastor Raymond and the other pastors, and it'll really help just to clarify and bring us back to that individual calling and purpose for which we were made. Um, you know, it's, and, and, and um, don't ever let people, you know, despise you for what your calling and gifting is. You know, I had someone say to me once um, that, oh, you know, we have people in our church or here or there, and, you know, sometimes they might be just sweeping the car park and, and we sort of talk them up as if, you know, they're this or that and they're doing a great thing so much more than our. Well, I think that's rubbish. You know, whatever I do, I've been on ministry team here. I've been walking in the car parks picking up banana skins. Um, but whenever I do it, I'm part of a kids team now, Pastor Sam. Whatever I do, I believe that is the most important thing that God has called me to do at this time. And it doesn't matter what it is. You know, that's why we talk about God's kingdom being the upside-down kingdom. The world will say, you're down here if you're doing that. But God says, no, you're up here. There's no, there's no really up here or down there. This is what God's kingdom is in relation to the calling and anointing on each and every one of the believers' lives. Um, I just want to... Um, we might just get the, the band to come up for a moment. Um, I just want to encourage you... You know, let's say, this year, really start seeking God for that clarity of purpose and call on your life. I said, um, we've all got one, and when we discover it, surrender it to God. Don't, don't have expectations. Be humble. You know, I say, there's no here or there with God and his word and his call. Now, that's, that's, you know, that's God's calling and that's God's kingdom on earth. Just surrender ourselves to it and, and, and be diligent. Let's say whether it's through pathways or you know, and individual times of just calling out on God. You know, he will reveal it to you. He will be found by you. He'll reveal his purposes to you when we call out and when we chase after him for those things. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's word. If you would like to know more about Tweet Coast Church, please visit tweetcoastchurch.com.au